0: Welcome, fam. This is MDFem. We are a group of female physicians from diverse backgrounds who have decided to share our stories with you, our listening audience. We are real, we are honest, and we are candid about topics that affect all of us. We hope that our dialogue will dispel myths, change culture, and rewrite the narrative. Please visit us on Instagram, Facebook, and our website, MDFem.com. If you have questions or a topic you would like us to address, please don't hesitate to reach out to us through our social media, website, or our email. We listen, we care. MDFam. <laughs>
1: Um,
0: and we are on, and we're going to have a difficult conversation today. <laughs> The entitled um, version here is going to be Black Lives Matter, but stop killing our patients is our subtext because we take care of these people and um, we are these people. Most of the docs in MDFem are Black or or women of color, just in general. And so this directly affects us and our communities and our families. And um, we're obviously upset like the rest of the nation and it is something that every healthcare professional should be either discussing with one another or with their families also, and how we can change this narrative and get better. So to start out,
2: um, let's start with aquia How are you doing? What's going on? Uh, given everything that's going on, I'm okay. You know, we're, we know that right now we're fighting two pandemics, essentially. One that has been here from the beginning of time, and then one that has been here for about three months. So um, mm-hmm. I'm doing okay as as far as um, from the clinical standpoint, we see that, well, cases of COVID were going down, um, but with all these protests and things and people not social distancing, people outside, people not wearing masks, you know, it's almost like we're kind of waiting for a spike to return. But um, I'm kind of happy that we're not in that, uh, that um, uh, critical time that we were before when COVID came. But of course, with all the racial injustices going on, that is something of concern.
3: Okay. Lemna, how about you? Me? Yeah, how are you doing? Emily and I, we've been discussing it a lot. So we're from Pakistan. Um, my dad, when he came here in the sixties, he actually faced a lot of racism. So he went to the engineering school in Colorado. So, he was called the N-word. They never seen anybody like him in Colorado. So that's what they would Mm -hmm. call him. Like he would literally be called that. So my dad was very attuned to racism very early on when he came here in the 60s. So growing up, we were very aware of people's races, religions to respect it. Mm -hmm. My dad's brother married a Haitian lady. My cousins were half Haitian, half Pakistani. I saw the struggles that they dealt with also growing up in the nineties, the eighties, you know, during that time where you see a biracial couple and people say stuff. So, you know, for me, I, I've seen it. I've never experienced it personally, but my family members have. Um, and then it, it's a problem because, you know, it's, it's not just even in the white culture, it's in a lot of cultures. A lot of Asian cultures have a stigma against black people it's almost like you're told to fear them or think these things and it's horrible and you know me being in the younger generation and my dad actually being witness to it exposed us to that and told us this is not right we should be all equal in the eyes of everyone and in god's eyes we're all equal so never ever treat anybody differently and I mean to me it like it hurts me to see this happening to my colleagues, my friends, you know, my family, you know, and it's it's horrible that we're still here. Like we're mm-hmm. still at this point. We're still fighting this. And it's honestly it it almost makes me like cry on a daily basis when I see these videos and stuff like that. I mean, I can't even imagine. I could never imagine what you guys are going through. Like I after 9 nine eleven, I had to defend my religion but I never had to defend the color of my skin, you know?
0: Mm. And mm. to me,
3: that's just horrible. Mm. Mm.
0: Candace, how are you doing? Raising <laughs> a raising a black son in this atmosphere, how, yeah. Yeah. how are you doing? Uh, that's a very good
4: question. As you said, being a mother of a black boy in America, I am outraged, I am terrified, and I'm very much hurt. It's like, talk about the mental health cases of just going through this. I mean, he's not whole enough to know what's going on, but as parents we are, and it's just like, how do you go about the day? It's like, and it's just being like, watching that video over and over again. It's like seeing that your race is subordinate. And it's Mm. like, what do you do from there? It's Mm. like, it's like you're helpless right and i i'm going back to that quote where i specifically love that movie when they see us about the central park five uh the mm. famous one by the raymond santana and he said when they say boys will be boys they're not mm. talking about us when mm. do we get to be boys and right. i literally i think about it every day like
5: mm.
4: it, something has to happen wow
0: so you know speaking from you you guys know that I'm politically active I have permeated it into all of you <laughs> I have given books I have given lectures when I was in residency <laughs> I am politically active that's who I am and this to me is disgusting I feel sick to my stomach seeing this in 2020 okay it does not shock me because I knew that it was going on all the time and it's never gone away okay mm-hmm. I've i've had conversations online with colleagues that are black and colleagues that are not black okay and the conversations some of these conversations um really kind of you know it's important to have those discussions with your you know your non-black peers so they can understand what you're going through but it's frustrating because they'll never understand i had to come to a point where i said to them you're not black You're not Mm. Black, and you will not understand it unless you are, because you have privilege. A lot of people don't even recognize the privilege that they have with the color of their skin. So, you know, we've been dealing with this. Now, I grew up Caribbean, okay? And in the Caribbean, Candace can tell you, we don't tolerate that. It exists, but there's so many Black people on the (laughs) island. Cut it down. You try that. (laughs) It's not going to happen. And then the nature and the history of how we got our freedom was Mm. revolution. We took Mm. it. It was by force. And there was not enough of them to, you know, overpower us. And so when we were free, we were really free. We didn't go through Jim Crow. We didn't go through Willie Lynch. We didn't go through segregation. We didn't have that experience. So we are different from our African-American peers in that sense. But I also know that history. I read those books when I was younger, like when I was nine I think my, my aunt is the one who gave me like Richard Wright, Native son, black boy to read, you know, Mm -hmm. Langston Hughes and, and, and all these other permeable writers. And basically opened my mind to say, when you do come, you know, when you do come through with this, you know, understand when you come to the U S that you are seen as a black woman, you know, we'll see your color first and judge you on that no matter what happens and and you know you have to adjust your behavior in that ma- manner and it it saddens me that people thought that it didn't exist there are actually people who thought oh racism doesn't exist in America i'm so sorry yes it does it's, and people say, oh, the first instance of this is Rodney King. The first instance of this is uh, not Rodney King. The first wait. instance of this is not Emmett Teal back in the 50s, 60s. The first instance of this is not lynchings, okay? The first oh, instance wow. of this is slavery. They slavery. took us from our homes, brought us to a land that they did not own, and then enslaved us. Not today Colonizer, hence my shirt. Okay. No. Let's let's set the record straight. This goes back to slavery. But I'm gonna stop my rant. I know, right? I'm gonna welcome Emily Shay say, Dr. Emily Shea. It's God off. bless
3: these I things. Yeah. Yes. Right. Can yes. you God imagine bless. if someone didn't video record that happening? Can you imagine? they would have all imagine? walked free. Free. Nothing would have happened. Free thank god for that thank so, God. Um, so so
0: social media has changed the landscape of this completely, completely. Absolutely. i Absolutely. totally agree with that um you know and i think that you know people are like oh well you just stood there and you videoed no you did something um, by videoing this event yeah. you have cataloged it and made it you know but then yep. some, some will say the videos in itself are a trauma to the Black society.
2: Absolutely. They're traumatic and, to watch. Well, yeah.
0: Yes. You're watching oh, yeah, this absolutely. on repeat. You're yeah, watching the systematic horrible. racism and institutional you know, uh, um, construct beat us down, literally on yeah. video, on repeat. They play really. it on CNN every two, three minutes. You're seeing this thing constantly. It affects our mental health. Absolutely. It affects our mental Absolutely.
4: health.
0: Absolutely. So, so you know, while it is a tool to get the change that we need, it is also breaking us down as a society because we're seeing yeah. it mm-hmm. on repeat. You know? I think it's a necessary
4: evil. I totally agree with you. But yeah. I think it's a necessary evil. Yeah. It's like watching the movie i am brought up when they see us. Yes. I mean, yes. it took me
0: years <laughs> to watch it. But I had to. <laughs> I had to watch a queer, it. I that she still has it, and I know Emily has not finished the first episode. I'm not I'm not ready. I'm yeah. not ready
5: for it. it,
0: it it's, it's Yeah, I wasn't ready for that
4: video with George Floyd. I was not ready. I was not ready. Oh, yeah, I, was not ready. Oh, I literally yeah. had to pause it. I'm like, I think I have to watch that another time. Like, yeah. yeah. It's
0: emotional. Yeah. It's, a yeah. Lot. it's a lot. Emily, how are you doing with everything that's going on? I ask this question to everybody, by the way, not just you. So... <laughs>
5: Um, I'm exhausted, Mm -hmm. and not just yes. There's work, but this is a different exhaustion. Like I went back to work and I was like, I don't want to be here. Why am I here?
1: Yeah. Wow.
5: I didn't want to talk to anybody because you know the thing. Whenever someone sees you, is like, "Hey, how you doing?" And my cookie cutter answer is, "I'm fine." Like it comes out automatically. I'm okay, Mm or I'm fine, and that's not. That's not how I feel. And I refuse to give that answer because that is not how I feel.
2: Mm. So they know that something is up. They know your colleagues, your patients, the nurses, they know something is up.
0: My question to you is this, you know, People ask that question, don't really stay for the answer. You know, how are yeah, you? They and and yeah. they walk away, <laughs> yeah. right? They walk away. That's what true. if you turned Your and said more than two lines? Exactly. What if you turned <laughs> and said, "I'm not okay. I'm right. not okay with what they did." How did, How do they respond? And you know, yeah. you know what? What? What I I wish my non-black colleagues would understand too, is that I am not the source for all things black my our experiences are not monolithic okay right we are, we are different people we share the same skin we have that african descent we're proud of it but we're not all the same so you cannot ask me to speak on all things everybody. and everybody okay <laughs> yeah. that's the first let's get that sensitivity training so you in, may please.
2: be you may be that one black friend or colleague or That's interaction true. that they have so they're expecting to you to have all the answers and it's unfortunate yeah. and it's pressure on you because you're still trying to figure out your own emotions and how to deal with this but they may be like oh well I, I work with a black person right and that right. person is you
5: mm, I'm telling you I, yeah I don't um actually somebody one of my colleagues asked me that today and i was like i almost said i'm okay and i looked at him in the end and i said you know what i'm because i had answered the phone earlier and he said i sounded pissed off mm. he's like were you mad because i asked you to do something and i was like no i'm a black person in america wow wow that's exactly what i said good for i said you. i'm a black person in america and he's like
0: yeah, okay. wasn't prepared for that 100%. answer. Wasn't, but, but wasn't this prepared for that answer. I bet you Adam he had a pause.
5: Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, and, um, um, so I don't think anyone is ever prepared for that answer. But you know what? That's my answer because it's that's, a real answer. It's, yeah, that's it's what I am. That's what I am. I'm, I'm a black person in this world, and you know what? The the next person on the ground under somebody's knee could be me. Oh, forbid. That's yes. cold, hard facts. Bad, but Men, it's true. women, children, they're, they're not discriminating. Once you have black skin, you're the next one.
3: Yeah.
5: Mm. I, don't know, I don't have a lot of words. I have a lot of anger.
3: Understandably. And,
5: uh, <laughs> i thats That's about all I have. I was thinking about it the other day and I feel like you know people are talking about the protests and the you know you have the peaceful protesters and then you have the people who are getting, the the people who are irate. There are people who are pulling down statues, destroying things and then you have the looters whatever. I don't know what that's supposed to do for this. Hmm. Um, But I was thinking about it and I was like I have this sensation in the pit of my chest and it feels like a hurricane, like 185 mile per hour winds just churning in the pit of my chest. And I have nowhere to put it. The people who are out there shouting and using bullhorns and shaking their fists and pulling down statues and yelling in the faces of police, they are able they are releasing some of their hurricane. I have nowhere to put mine. Mm-hmm. I can't go to work and talk to anybody mm-hmm. about it. I, like, where am I gonna scream it from? Right. right, You know what I mean? Like, I have no release for that. If I, and then if I choose to release it, let's say I get into a conversation with somebody and it potentially gets heated, now I'm the angry black woman, right? Yeah. There's nowhere and because of what at least this is the way I think because of what I do, I have to compose myself a certain way.
1: Mm. So I
5: can't I can't just go off. I can't be like, I need a minute to just go into a room and throw some shit around <laughs> or whatever. I can't do that. Right.
1: I can't take profession. a day
5: off. Sure they encourage you, take a take a mental day, you know, get yourself right. But I can't take a day off. I can't take it. That throws the entire schedule out of whack. Like, I go to work sick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Physically sick. So to say, like, (laughs) I'm not sick, I don't have a sore throat, I don't have a fever, but my brain is not right.
0: (laughs) So this is my thing, too. It should not be deemed unprofessional for you to have to voice these things. This is a part of what you're going through. Unfortunately in the construct of medicine, you know, there is also institutional and systemic racism. Yep. I, I'm gonna say it this there, that's an inherent bias. If you read some of the old texts about how they used to diagnose and classify people, we're not gonna go into that today, but it is based on those same principles. I mean, like, so I understand your frustration at work. And if you don't have another colleague that is black to kind of you know have someone to share that load with. It becomes very difficult, and I can speak from experience mm. in, in fellowship that was extremely difficult. Yes, I did, but it wasn't. It wasn't the same. It wasn't someone yeah. I could actually you know talk. And anytime you voiced your feeling as a black woman, it you go back to this oh angry black woman look, which was.
5: And yeah, I
0: have a right to be angry. Exactly, we all have a right to be angry. Many
5: rights to be angry. I mean, so many rights to be angry.
0: My thing is this: they're, you know, they're like, "Oh, you know, why, why are you upset? You didn't know him." I was like, "I'm a human being. I am a black person." Yeah, there's, there's people that say this. Yeah, I'm a human being. I'm a black person. Okay, and this could have happened to me, easily. It could
5: easily easily any day.
4: As MLK would say it, injustice anywhere. It thank it you. It's injustice
0: everywhere, everywhere. 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 And it doesn't it, matter. It does not matter. And then my thing about this is, you know, do you think, you know, I love when they always bring up their one story about when the police stop them. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. I'm so sorry. I've been stopped by the cops more times than I'd like to admit. And if I wasn't doing anything. Swear, hand to God, wasn't doing anything. Sitting on the corner on the curb, in handcuffs, mm-hmm. waiting for them to figure out that, oh, she's a doctor, or she's oh, a medical God. student, or blah, 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 all because of my locks and this color of my skin. Oh, you look like a suspect, suspect in, a, too.
2: Mm. in
0: some, some case that's going on, or something that just happened in the neighborhood. This just happened to me in Cincinnati quite a lot, OK? Mm. And um, you know, I that's why I don't like the Midwest. I'm just gonna say that right out there. So <laughs> sorry. I'm not uh, a fan. It matter. It And it really matter. doesn't matter where you live in America, not but it happens it, really it happens, really happens really. in some cities more than others. Okay. okay. And, Chicago. and, you know, I mean, like this, it's so sad. It's so sad when you hear people talk about, you know, and, you know, this is the thing, the way that the police are trained to has to do a lot with what we're going through. They're mm. taught that lower socioeconomic neighborhoods are places of crime. Well, guess who lives in the lower socioeconomic neighborhoods, black people. So then they characterize black equals crime. So as soon as they see oh. the color of your skin, they make these assumptions and, it's wrong it's wrong. we have to we have to go through a process of of reconditioning the mind
3: and there's a lot of people who I mean it's also the way that they're trained right yes you know, yes like they're training they're from the beginning they're training all you need to go from the beginning of where this came from you know but but the the so the
0: so this is something i'm going to contest to you the the formal statements like the police have their 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 orders their conduct laws blah 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 so forth right okay there is a statement from the united nations that talks about policing and human rights and there are clear statements in there that they're not supposed to be using you know skin color and so forth as as a a way to whatever okay when you get to certain departments you know, we are talking about certain police forces, okay? We won't call them by name, but they have their own set of rules that kind of counteracts what they're supposed to be doing. And if you go back to the history of the police, the police were the ones who had dogs and water hoses on us during the civil rights movements. The police were the ones who were actually part of the KKK back in the day. Yeah. Just going to be mm-hmm. honest. Back they in the day are. or now? And they still, well, are. I, well, they still well, are. Well, I don't know. And I'm not going to say that. I'm just <laughs> saying that traditionally and historically, they have been on the wrong side of this. And it's time for those who are good cops to speak against those that are not good cops.
1: Yes, This yes. whole
0: solidarity of blue is blue and, you know, oh oh, okay, you're a Black person and you're a cop. You're going to stand there and watch X, Y, and Z happen? No, you can't. That's not, that's not right anymore. And it doesn't matter what color of skin you are as a, as a police officer. If you have a moral compass, you should be saying no. And those, that situation with George Floyd, what really upset me in that case was not just how he was murdered because he was murdered was the people that stood by and watched it. His fellow police officers literally protected him while he did this act. They didn't say anything. That solidarity in blue.
2: Well, you know, they've now put a monkey wrench in the whole thing. I don't know if you heard that two of them, it was only their fourth day on the job. Have you heard that? No, I didn't. So only so only four
5: days on the job, you can't say "Mm, this. What they're going right.
2: What they're the angle they're probably going to use to not do jail time is that you know he was their supervisor, the one who did the killing. So it's like oh they were probably shell shocked. They didn't want to overstep their boundaries on day four for the supervisor. I guarantee you that's the angle that they're going to use because they people they weren't even one week on the job. I'm just, I'm just telling you what's <laughs> listen happened. Listen to me, listen to me very carefully.
0: Wait, no, wait, wait, hold
2: from it right. together, Wrong is, I
3: am you don't know,
2: you know wrong. That's basically saying, I'm an intern, this is my intern year, this is July 5th, and my senior, I'm in the ICU, <laughs> and my senior does a bad central line, why am I getting pulled in? Okay, well let me not
5: even not even it's like you're it's your fourth name in the ICU as the intern, and you're seeing your senior stab a patient with a knife. Like that doesn't seem wrong to you. So this is yeah. so wait, yeah.
4: intern that don't seem wrong. Like wrong. I didn't learn that med school.
0: Wait, wait, <laughs> let me say this. Even in the army, if a superior officer gives you an order and it violates codes of war or or anything like it's it's literally an egregious crime you're not supposed to follow that order it's mm. it's you're supposed to have a like there are there are rules in place that say the moral compass the compass is your last your last go-to if you see somebody it's as em said if you see somebody stabbing somebody you're gonna stand there and say well that's my superior no you're not gonna do that <laughs> that's insane that's insane so to use that as a defense <laughs> is is
5: it's me again. That's when you. That's I used to say, "Christian, ago. wipe your wipe, wipe the fingerprints off. the yeah. fingerprints <laughs> off the chart. yeah, <laughs> the room. I wasn't in the
0: room. Wipe the fingerprints
5: off the chart. <laughs> listen,
1: listen. Hey. As get I said, thank God for this get phone. Get to scrubbing.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> get exactly. to scrubbing. Get to scrubbing. That is no, no, no. We don't, we don't want no parts in that.
5: Yeah. yeah listen i'll be on the phone i'll be emailing a chief um let me tell you about what happened this weekend while i was mm-hmm. on you may hear about this but this was i'm letting you know about it first as listen. the intern on day four yeah.
0: <laughs> listen i i Sorry. have a question i have one question here to ask um in, in the lot of things so why do we think that george floyd's murder is now the big catalyst because this is not the first black man who said i can't breathe eric gardner said i can't breathe why is this murder causing this much uprise i've won this
2: footage it's the footage have we ever seen 10 minutes
4: of a footage of a black man dying right I, i have it
2: it's the police I, I officers, it. it was his persona, <laughs> his bravado, his hands were in his pockets. Yeah. He was so relaxed, you know. It was the fact that he showed no remorse and yeah. people were in the background screaming and he was crying for his mother. It was there's an emotional um aspect of that video that I think a lot of the other videos didn't have. I also uh. feel that um people what in regards to the protesting and the riots, it's multifactorial. A lot of these Riders and people who are looting, you know, we're in an economic downturn right now. You right. know, people saw this as, man, these people are rioting. Let me go get that fourteen ninety nine tissue at Target that I can't get because I don't have any money because I've been furloughed because of COVID. People right. are no longer even social distancing. Yeah,
3: they've
2: so been that- in their house for three months. They couldn't wait to go out. So th- that's you know? that's part part of I
0: think part of it is yes. This is the longest footage we've seen. It was very, Mm -hmm. you saw it from beginning to end. You got the whole sense of it and you really kind of connected to the victim. It was extremely emotional, okay? I also think that it's the time that it happened in. Mm -hmm. This is this quarantine, COVID, everybody, it's a pressure cooker already. You have this economic disparity happening already that's now even wider because of COVID. And now
2: it's literally a
0: pressure cooker. And so boom, it's going to, you know, explode um
2: i would say even the fact that we have the international eye people internationally are at home as well in london in france um in brazil you know they're seeing that they're also protesting but them too they have nothing to do they're watching tv Mm -hmm. and they're seeing what's going on in america and they're like okay we need to spread to action as well it's like it's the pressure cooker of covid
0: right and right and i i think that the solidarity from other nations and countries really is applying pressure on the case which i think is important and should have happened sooner for this should have happened sooner for this movement but it's happening now so we are grateful um but i think also it you know with, with with return let's return to the rioting and looting thing I know that a lot of people say, oh, it's not going to achieve anything. It's a destructive mechanism. What can we hope to achieve from looting, from rioting, so forth? We have to understand that it is the, you know, Martin Luther King, once again, said rioting is the language of the unheard. Mm -hmm. It is a reaction to feeling like we have no other recourse. That is what that is. Okay. And coming out and having peaceful protests and having hashtags and campaigns and you black lives matter has been around since since how many years years now and NAACP has been around since the civil rights movement Mm -hmm. and they've been working actively to try to have black people you know equal in this country and we have not made the headway that we should have made by this time in my opinion okay and now you have all of those people they've been working consistently but they haven't been making any headway people are going to look at that and say it's not enough for us to just stand here and shout and you know we got to make them understand no more we're not taking this anymore and that's where you get the rioting from And you also get it from the fact that there are instigators in the crowd. There are Mm -hmm. people planted to loot and to riot to make, you know, to go against the effort also. Mm -hmm. And they Mm -hmm. don't show you that on CNN. They don't show you that on the TV networks. Mm -hmm. Like, like, you know, I've seen a lot of social media videos again, social media, praise God for this phone. You hear social media, they're videotaping these people, these instigators in the crowd and going, no, look at what you are doing. that's not what we came here to do. Like, at least people will now see that it's not the movement that's responsible for that okay you have you have some people that are trying to create discourse and disrupt the message because this is not what they want to happen this was not on their agenda okay so you know um that th- well
4: i was i was watching actually president obama was talking yesterday and i was watching and he had a very good stance on it actually he was like rioting is necessary he was even saying that's how america was formed the american revolution was formed on the whole tension and riots so it is necessary Mm
1: -hmm. and
4: i i couldn't have said it even better i was like it is needed i mean do i like the looting and all that no i mean it distracts from what's going on to be honest with you but as as you brought up mlk what he said he's like it is the voice of the unheard i mean even in that speech he even said he didn't like it right he says he understands
0: it and it is very necessary and as obama said it has a historical pretext this country was founded on rioting and the boston tea party was Mm -hmm. the personification of that they love to write about these things yep. in their history and paint them in pretty colors. but Exactly, you know, but it wasn't it, pretty. When it involves us, it's, oh, look at what they're doing. When it involves them, they're like, oh, look at how we fought for our how freedom. How strong they were. Yeah, yeah, nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. Okay, that's what that is. Uh, you know, and let's not even bring up Tulsa, Oklahoma, one of the first Black neighborhood cities were there. You know, they had an independent black neighborhood that was pro they, they, they have their supermarket they have their whole thing going on and this is back in the day and they came in there and they killed those people we, mm. oh
4: yeah that black wall street that was terrible yeah
0: that was horrible but you know we don't talk about that shh, 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 don't talk about that yeah you know I, I like like i love how they tried to rewrite their history the problem you know and people don't like when you quote malcolm x but malcolm x is one of my favorite civil rights activists of all yes. time because when he said something, it was poignant, and it was to the point, okay? And he said, you're not going to get, you know, you're not going to get any headway here. And, and that was the, basically, I'm, 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 you know, collaborating, but anyhow. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking about the knife in the back. He said that there's a knife in our back. It's 9 inches in, that's not heal. You know, that's not going to solve it. 6 inches mm-hmm. out. It's not going to solve it. You took it out, that's not mm-hmm. going to solve it. You have to heal the wound. America that's has it. not even begin to recognize that the knife is in the back of black people. That mm. and that is that is the problem. So true. You have to recognize something for it to change and for us to heal from it. And yep. if you keep saying, "Oh, it wasn't my fault. That wasn't that was my ancestors, you know, I didn't enslave you. I didn't bring you here." That's not no, no, you have to admit. You have to admit and accept these are the atrocities that have been committed to an entire race of people, and it's time for us to, you know, repair. Absolutely. Uh, you know, now I have a question for you guys. How do you respond to the Black Lives
5: Matter versus All Lives Matter?
1: Mm.
5: Mm. All Lives Matter, Sorry the black people are the one getting killed. Um, You know, I think somebody had a a
2: good point about if you come to the ER and you're bleeding in your leg and you're like, look, doc, I'm bleeding in my leg. And they're like, oh, but I need to check all your body. Let me check your your heart. Let me listen to your heart, your lungs. You're like, no, you need to look at the issue. The issue is my bleeding leg before you go and listen to my heart. so That's pretty much what, what, In order to do all lives, you need to pinpoint the major issue within all lives is that black lives are not mattering right now. Once black lives matter, then all lives will matter.
0: Well, exactly. exactly. Well said, well said. Now, do you think that we, I I, I should not ask this question, but I'm going to ask this question. (laughs) Do you think we're going to see true equality in our lifetime? No. How old are we? I
2: said, like, how old
4: are we? <laughs>
0: in our
4: 30s and 40s?
0: Okay. Do, do your calculations. Do your calculations. We're 25 plus for the viewers. 25 plus. 25 plus. I, I like know. That. I like that. We're
2: we're gonna, 20. We're, we're,
0: but are we gonna see this? Seriously. But are we gonna see let's this? Think in about our it. Look time? at the progress from slavery until now.
4: Like how long, how long how, exactly so you think my
0: little bit of year is left <laughs> i'm asking i'm not saying that it is i'm asking you do we do we think it's going to to actually happen and it no. seems to be the consensus that that's a no that, <laughs> that's, that's i'm a no. gonna go
5: with no my problem no. with these movements um and i think i've said this to you before kristen is that They come and they go, Mm. right? There's Mm -hmm. no, it's not sustained. The raising of the voices and the, you know, the anger is not, it's not sustained. Look at with every Black life that has been lost and publicized. It's like hashtag Black Lives Matter, um, hashtag insert whatever name you want for Mm -hmm. however long. And then you never hear about it again. I can't remember a couple of years ago, there was something that happened and i think as a black community we said we weren't going to spend money in a certain place or something like that and i was like okay cool and then a couple of weeks later everybody was shopping at that place uh, like how many people gucci? boycotted so gucci was boycotted they
0: gucci was boycotted for the sweater that they did that was blackface yeah, they said it wasn't gucci. but it was clearly
2: blackface
0: and but there was now boycott. gucci is
2: Gucci man is the face of Gucci now.
5: <laughs> well, and, well, a, and now well, people be I, saying, you, you, say "When same. you're saying you feel good, like you feel Gucci." No, I, I don't feel Gucci. I, well, let me let me explain thing.
0: to you. Let me explain to you the 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 issue there. Okay, so I'm gonna play devil's advocate and also address you know what you're saying. The Gucci thing. Let's go back to the Gucci thing. They they issued a statement apologizing, and they had a whole thing because remember Dapper Don. His mm-hmm. his fashion house is out of Gucci, okay. So Dapper Don is one of the biggest voices out of Harlem, um, mm-hmm. and basically he, you know, he said they needed more black people at the table before they made decisions like this. And so I believe they actively made a change to try to 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 in, be more inclusive. So what a company does wrong, okay? I I yes, they did wrong but if they're doing their part to try to be more inclusive then i don't see why you know we should stop patronizing them if they're actually trying to change that's the first thing
5: i, Except, I guess i don't i don't agree so with the second <laughs> the
0: second thing the second thing is you say that you know the ma- these movements are not consistent you hear they come in peaks and troughs peaks and troughs okay mm-hmm. my thing to you is that the movement is always there okay the media is not consistent. The media is the one who's pushing some of these envelopes to you on um, peaks, right? When the person, when we have a, a, a black life taken away from us, like Breonna Taylor, or like mm. Ahmaud Arbery, or mm-hmm. like George Floyd, you, you get that, you get that initial media spike, oh, look at what happened, blah, blah, blah. And they'll run with it as long as it's sensational, as long as it's bringing in ratings. And when it doesn't bring ratings anymore, it's, out of the news circuit. That's why you don't hear about it anymore. It doesn't mean that Black Lives Matter or NAACP stopped working. They're consistently working. It's just that the, the 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 noise behind it gets quieted down because the noise is driven by media and viewership and tags and likes and all these things. That's the
5: problem. Um I get what you're saying. So but what I'm saying is that those voices that join the fray, they need to continue. I agree. Like, the people agree. who, when Starbucks cuffed those guys mm. in Philly, mm-hmm. the, how long did people stop buying Starbucks? Right. A couple I of never weeks. Stopped. And then I'm sure Starbucks was making buku money off their vanilla iced latte or whatever the hell they'd be selling. Yeah. But- I, uh, my, my thing is, if I'm going to... If you did it once, you can do it again. So- I don't... That's just how I feel, and I'm so, not going to support businesses or people who will discriminate discriminate against me or anyone who looks like me. I'm not doing it because you say okay. you claim this is a free country, you claim equal rights to everybody. Then show mm-hmm. it. Don't right. be all talk. Walk the friggin' walk. Right. And I have if if money is supposed to be good everywhere. If you want my money, then you know what you need to cheat me like equal or better than everybody else who's walking into your door.
0: I completely agree with you, Emily. I do. I just want to say, okay?
5: You asked the question. There asked
0: is a, I did. There is a movement out there. It's called Blackout, okay? And it's not just a day. They're trying to get it to be one specific day, and I will send that information to you guys, But they're, that we July don't 7th. patronize. Thank you. We don't patronize anything but Black-owned businesses, Okay? But I I think it should be more than a day. I think I the, definitely I should be more it should be a day. movement. Exactly, 100%. exactly. But then let me ask you a question: Do you know your black-owned businesses where you live? Do you know your black-owned supermarket? Do you know where your black-owned bookstore? Your your you see, what I'm saying where are you going to go to go get your products? And that's why we need to start networking and linking and finding out those things so that we can start keeping the money in our communities. Marcus Garvey taught this principle. Yes. yes, he did. Whoa. He told Black people, the only way we're going to move forward together is if we support one another and mm. our money stays within our community. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is the reason why And, you know, and somebody, I can't remember who sent me this video, but it's powernomics. Powernomics is another theory, okay? The way that society is built, it's built on the construct of economics, okay? If your race or society or community or whatever has economy behind it, you see things start to progress, yes? That's how it works mm-hmm. here in America. If you live in a lower socioeconomic ba- you know, um, area or whatever, the schools are worse because they don't have enough money because it's tax based mm-hmm. on who lives there, right? So it's always going to be that way. So so how do we change that? If we keep our money within our communities and stop handing it out to other people that don't have our interest at heart, then we'll start to see a change, that's how it's going to have to happen, and I, I think it is the responsibility of those of us who are famous and doing well to give back to the community from which they came. It's re- you should you should be supporting, you know, your peoples now. I saw that um, Kanye West gave two million dollars to the city of Chicago and to the college funds for the children for George Floyd and so mm-hmm. forth. I thought that was you know that's commendable. That's commendable, but. It's only one step, you know. It's one. It's one step. So we need to. We need as a community to understand that, you know, and all of these, all of these artists and and, you know, famous, you know, um, black people that are out there, actors, so forth. You're entrepreneurs. You know, you're making millions and billions. Some of them. What are you doing for this movement right now? It's not enough for you to throw some dollars at the situation, although your dollars are appreciated. You need to be out there using your voice to change the narrative. It has
5: to be continuous. It has to be continuous. Exactly. That's it can't my, just that's happen. That's what I've been saying. It can't yeah. just be a one-off yeah. thing like this. This cycle, for however long it lasts, no, this has to be a continuous thing. This cannot yeah. die down. And it I think both of you are.
4: Down. I think both of you are really saying yeah, we're saying thing, the same, same thing. with you, we're saying the same, but same thing. But I think what <laughs> Emily's trying to say is the amount of people that's con- that bring the movement should be large. I mean, right. it shouldn't just die down to just the NAACP thing. Yeah, it yeah. Should die down to just them.
5: It should be everybody as a collective should move towards the idea of it affects all of us. I mean, and yeah, yeah, NAACP and the Black Lives Matter and whatever other organizations are out there that's good that's cool but we we can't rely on just them right i They've agree been forever long and they i don't know if everybody I, is not in it then i agree you know.
0: but the reality of the situation is as much as we say that the only time you get mass organization like this is in times of crisis
5: yeah then people
0: need to do better we all need to do better that's, I agree. that's just, that's, I agree. Nice. I'm just, I'm just saying historically, historically, that's how it happens.
3: You know, when, when, stuff, hits,
0: cycle. when stuff hits the fan, that's when crowds come out.
5: Okay. Break
0: that's, the cycle. That's the
5: this problem. Has to, this has to stop. And you know what? If <laughs> I know I'm probably, it's probably not a good thing to say, but I would rather go down swinging than just go down. That's just
0: how I feel. I think that's the the, the sentiment of most people. Trust me. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see that as anything wrong. Um, <laughs> my my other thing with this situation is that you know things that we can do to try to change the the the, the situation that we're in right now. The econ- We ca- talked about the economics about focusing on black home businesses. Um, we also should be looking to you know people say, oh, my vote doesn't matter. Blah. You mm. vote. Voting on not just oh, yeah. the presidential yep. level, but your community Local. level yeah, is exactly. extremely important. Important. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very important. Even voting for the, the 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 you know the little county positions you think don't matter the mayor mm-hmm. this that and another those things are important. That's when you're going to start to see change in your communities.
1: Exactly. You need mm-hmm. to
0: go out get registered to vote, 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 vote. That's how you're going to see things change. And I also call on the lawmakers, Congress, Senate. You you know, we stand on this thing called the Constitution. We stand on the Declaration of Independence, all these do- these old documents, right? Have you read some of these things? These things were founded in slavery. Some of these amendments were only ratified a couple of years ago. Are you yeah. serious? It is time to sit down and look at these things in place and say, "Hey, hey, this
5: language does not include everybody." Mm-hmm. Rewrite the whole thing. Amendments. Rewrite the whole thing. Just <laughs> rewrite thir- it. Let's let's talk about the Thirteenth
0: Amendment. The Thirteenth <laughs> Amendment is in place, right? That's how they use. Yeah. That's a, this is what they use to take away the rights of incarcerated people. Yep. Okay. You have mass incarceration of who? Who's the majority in prison? Us. People of color, black people, okay, for petty crimes. Sometimes, like now, we get this whole oh, legalize the marijuana now because you know they want the marijuana, and they making money off of the marijuana. But before, how many people in jail for? <laughs> thank you. If you're gonna legalize it, then how many people exactly. are in jail for it? They should be released, serving how many mm.
5: years on years?
4: I never get that. I never understand that concept.
5: I mean, How like, is it
4: legal and people are still in jail? Okay, you. fine. It's not federally legal, so that that's. But still, why why are people serving number of years sentence?
5: They, mm-hmm. they find something to tack on and tack on, but they can't put people who kill somebody in jail. They can't put the dude who shot the the child in Florida in jail. They let him out, and then he went and shot somebody else or did something else, right? Yeah.
0: Listen but somebody
5: with a dime bag on them is, is under the and prison.
0: The drug war. Let's, let's, let's talk about these things. America likes to stand on these little concepts that they had, but let's talk mm. about these things. The drug war failed. Okay, friends, the drug war failed. The Reagan administration set out this whole thing. Oh, you know, say no to drugs, the drug war. It was a way to incarcerate people of color mm-hmm. from Let's lower socioeconomic backgrounds, this was the way to continue oppression. Okay, mm-hmm. T- get rid of it, get rid of it. All you little high-class and middle-class folks are over there snorting this, So, so I, don't know what, I don't know what to tell you. Shut it down, shut it down. <laughs> Defund these prisons and shut it down. Da- this is nonsense. This is nonsense. The prisons are making so much money so off of our much lives,
4: money. So much money.
0: And if you don't know what I'm talking about, there's a a documentary by Ava DuVernay, Once Again Coming Through for the Culture. 13, awesome. it's on Netflix. This woman is awesome. She keeps talking about the issues and you need to watch it. It is it is it is so important that we understand all the systematic and institutional things that are in place to continue to keep us down. We need to speak on these things and we need to vote against these things. When, disgusting. it's disgusting. It's disgusting.
5: And but this- then so sorry my question is so <laughs> where can we go? Let's say America is not for us. Where can where where can we truly go where we we as a people, black people are valued and respected and treated like humans where where can we go because i've thought about it i'm like listen i'm not from here let me go (laughs) back to where i'm from then i mean the opportunities are not the same you know the place is a different place okay where else can i go listen anywhere you go black people (laughs) Black people are not. It's
2: always a struggle. We struggling,
5: but that's
0: Even why when black leaving people are part is not of the, the answer. Thing. Leaving is not the answer. Kristen, you sure it's not the answer? Uh uh-uh, uh, stop it.
1: <laughs> uh, I know you can go right home.
0: I know you. I know you are over here pushing. <laughs> uh, you know this is, let, let, let me just roll this down, okay? We all here. We can all go someplace. Each of us here who talk and have place to go. But it's not the answer Mm. because even when you leave there are people who can't
4: yeah Yeah. i mean what to be honest i had this i had this conversation with my family i was like we have somewhere to go but like if i talk to another black american do they 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 don't they this is it this is it for them at least okay i have a choice we all here have a choice but there's some people who don't, and it's kind of sad. And I mean, it's like when you think about it,
0: it like it's really disheartening. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying to you. There's this. This is you know, if you leave, you're not. You know, you're no longer a part of the solution. You know, you're leaving that's people true. high and dry. And I feel like, I feel like you know, yes, it's an easy option, but you know, we got to work together. Yeah. We got to try to figure out how we're gonna get through this i you know it does not help when you have an entire you know the law and the 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 things that are supposed to be in place to protect you are actually attacking you that is a problem. problem okay that that's where we need to start we need to start fixing the laws and fixing the culture behind policing in america okay and and just in 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 general we need to start educating one another about how we're going to you know move forward as a people black people traditionally you know we do not unify like others like the way we should that's my personal Mm -hmm. opinion i'm probably gonna get in trouble for this but
5: no only in times
0: it's only in times of crisis that we come together Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we're so strong together you would think we would understand oh let's stay together no Mm -hmm. I see groups here saying, oh, well, if you're not, if you're not like, you know, second, third generation African-American, then you're not African-American. There's a group out there like that, okay? And saying, well, then you can't understand our struggle. Like if you're Afro-Caribbean wow. like us, or or if you're from the continent, you can't understand it, blah, blah, blah. You, you don't understand what it is. And I'm like, this is not helping the movement. We all share the same descendants, the same ancestors.
3: Really Let's do. work
0: together. Let's work mm-hmm. together. It's time to come on the same page, and you're not going to get any forward movement without unification. You know, it's only going to be crabs in a barrel. We have to understand our power together is stronger than apart. Um,
5: I agree, you know, the you know, understanding how your government works, getting yeah. out and voting, going to things like your town hall meetings in your community or whatever, you yeah. know. <laughs> Do, doing all that stuff because that's how, you know, at the, the town hall meetings, that's where stuff happens. That's where the discussions about what's going to happen with the community happens. So only the people who show up and raise their voices in those meetings, actually, that's how, Make a difference. you know, that's how changes are are mm-hmm. made.
2: It's
0: true. You know,
5: you, you look at like the <laughs> the Jewish communities,
0: hmm You would never have this they problem in the Jewish community.
5: Absolutely they not. They stick together.
0: Well, number one, they're unified. Number two, mm-hmm. the economic power behind them is too strong. They stick too together. Strong.
5: That's the first that's the first and foremost thing. They stick together. I'm telling like, you. A bunch that. of them band together and and say, Hey, we want this rezoned we want to turn this into same a with the Asians. Yeah, I agree with
0: you. The Jewish community does know how to unify. Um, my thing with them, though, is that it goes back to paranormics. They have an ex- incredible economic infrastructure behind them. There is no way you're going to come in there in their community and tell them any of this suppression nonsense. No. no.
5: But you know what? Okay, so we don't have the money, but we have numbers. Like,
0: that's we do. Just, that's
5: where we have to start. As you said, everybody has to band together. If we don't... Right. Band together.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, so how do you think this is impacting our, 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 the health of our patients? We gotta, we gotta address that too, because we take care of patients that look like us. So how do you think this is affecting
5: them? If it's uh, affecting our mental health, it's affecting theirs. Definitely. Oh, and oh, blood sure. pressure probably now two hundred over three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I watched them yep.
2: just from the conversations they're having just, in their house, right? Just, just from the scrolling conversation.
5: Instagram and Facebook, So you, oh, know, my and, and, you goodness. know everybody they are them yard school, school, school. And all they're being is being inundated by Getting more upset. Yeah. Blood pressure hives blood sugar them eat everything and anything. Stress <laughs> eating, huh,
2: they're stress eating.
5: Listen, I
2: mean, at the end of the day, racism is a public health crisis. It yes. needs to be added into like, you know, the, the little purple and green book that we had in our pocket. <laughs> yeah, it should it be needs added. to be added into it. Racism is a public yes. health crisis. Yeah. The racism within medicine, the racism outside of medicine, it's all impacting our patients. But kind of like what you're saying, Emily, you need to have a place to express it. Now that may not be able to express it, you don't need Mm -hmm. to express it so that your blood pressure is 200 and you don't take your medication, but we need to have somewhere to express it because it, it, it hurts you emotionally and mentally. So I think just as it's impacting us, like Emily said, it's impacting them just the same. Okay. Now, now. Also I want to add to that I totally agree with what you
0: guys are saying but I also want to add you know the history of medicine if we look at medicine going back how many years back to the what do they call them the five fathers you know that 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 picture with osler and and mm-hmm. all, you know the father of gynecology and all these boys Oh my goodness, the experiments they did on black slaves in the Can we not talk about that? Can we not? That's a that's a not that's a not can we not
5: talk about it? No, that's we need to
0: guys, guys, <laughs> We're I'm so sorry.
5: So much <laughs>
0: we do need to have that discussion because it's part of the reason that people have distrust in the medical community it's a part of the reason that we have the the racial biases that were built into medicine that have to be you know deconstructed we have and we're the ones who are going to have to do that doctors yeah. of 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 <laughs> color of, of african descent of you know what i'm saying we have to mm. band together and come together and we have to do this for our patients we have movements of black women saying they have not they can they're not being heard by their physicians Okay. They have an entire movement. Okay. Serena Williams is backing this movement. They're not being heard by their physicians. That's coming from someplace. That's coming from someplace. Now we've got white coats for black patients, which I think absolutely... Hands what? off to you. Yes, there's an organization called White Coats for Black Lives or Black. Yes, absolutely. And that, they yes. They, yes. they are oh, they are awesome. An, every major yes. city, they're associated with the medical schools. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Hats off to them. <laughs> they're really working to get rid of that racial bias that's implanted in in healthcare and trying to educate young doctors who are coming up how not. To use this as a part of the, how they take care of patients and how yes. to help those patients, because remember, you know, our color has color has a lot to do with socioeconomics. Okay, so if you don't come from a good socioeconomic background, you have less access to care. You mm-hmm. have more disparity in medicine. So basically, you're getting all these diabetes, hypertension, all of these preventable conditions because you're not being able to see a doctor sooner, and you're not getting to see them as frequent. And you're not, the access to medication is limited, and the access to good food is limited. You know, let's, you know, let's be honest. It's cheaper to go to McDonald's and buy some food than to go to Whole Foods, isn't it? hmm I know, I know, <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just, I'm just drawing the reference to show the difference in socioeconomics, right?
5: I, hear you. I, oh, I, completely, like, I understand what you're saying, that it's something that, you know, we need to t- talk about. I'm just like, my visceral reaction is getting hard to control.
0: <laughs>
5: I understand.
0: I understand but we have to you know this is something we have to discuss and our patients need us to be able to talk about it they need us to be honest okay they're not we're the ones they're going to look at and trust
1: yeah
0: mm. well, right? you saw that whole thing when they just started to
4: figure out about the vaccines who they were trying to go experiment oh yeah on. going
2: to africa to do the vaccines <sighs> Can
4: you imagine? That's a whole nother. So I mean, that is an It entire... is a, very necessary. And no, what I'm saying necessary. It's, it's necessary. It's to necessary talk about to it. talk about it. I agree. That's I'm I just, agree. that's my point for bringing that up. <laughs> it wasn't to go down that road. Let's. Put it that I way. I agree,
0: Candice. And <laughs> these are the belly. and these are the things that our patients are reading and going. What oh, in the boy. entire? Yeah,
1: exactly.
4: And we have
0: to be able to address those things and answer those questions and. And reassure and and you know and protect. We have to be able to advocate for them also. When you know I we're going to be the first line of protection. When we see things, we got to have to be able to say, you know, no, this is not right. You I know, really so agree. so this has been a very heavy conversation. Very. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I wanna. And I, I wanna here for all of it. I, I it's okay. I I wanna end on a good note okay i want to say to each and every one of you that are listening and to my sisters who are on with me love you i care for you i pray for you all of my Aww. black people Aww. Yeah, i lift too. you up you know and yeah. uh I, you know this is why i got into medicine you know because i yeah. wanted to treat people who i felt were not you know being treated equally mm. And I wanted to have a voice in my community and I wanted to use it for the betterment. So, you know, I feel like, you know, we got to keep the momentum. As I said, we got to keep the momentum. We need to invest in Black, buy Black. You know, Um, we need to support our own community. Um, We need to educate our peers that are not of color, okay? Be patient with them, answer their Mm. questions. I know it's a lot, it's okay, okay? (laughs) Um, When they don't understand, take a pause, you know, try to explain, you know, don't, you know, don't get into these unnecessary arguments with people over things. You know, if they're not trying to understand, just say, God bless you and walk away. Mm -hmm. But if they are, Mm -hmm. you know, engage in that conversation because those were privileged are actually going to help Mm -hmm. us in this movement. Okay. They may not understand a hundred percent what we're going through, but by them standing with us, it gives us a larger voice. Yes. Okay. So um, is there anything else you guys want to say? Before we end. Uh,
2: uh,
5: for sorry, go ahead, Akuya.
2: I was gonna say, whether you're protesting, whether you're rioting, whether you're writing on social media, where you're reading social media, please take your mental health very seriously. You have to rest. Sometimes you need to turn the news off or turn the Facebook off. Stop the scrolling, stop, you know, arguing with strangers. Uh-huh. So, you know, you need it, it's it can weigh on you. So please take care of yourself.
4: I agree. And to chime in on that, it's good to check in with people. Yes. I mean, your brothers, your mm-hmm. nephews, your uncle, your dad. I mean, everybody's mm-hmm. feeling it. I mean, even when just talking with you guys, it's good to check in. So I think we should all do it with our families, with everyone else out there. Mm-hmm. Okay.
5: Yeah, what I think? think um, for, you know, with the the blackout day coming June 7th, July July. 7th, July July 7th. You know, the easy answer is to say, oh, I don't know any black owned businesses or whatever. Now's the time to do your research. We have Mm -hmm. a whole month and you know what? You don't have to start on July 7th. You can start tomorrow. You can start today. You know, go out and do your research and find out where are the black owned restaurants or, you know, the um the black hair salon or nails i mean we can't go to those places right now but you know the hairdresser who will come to your house in her mask or his mask the barber and cut your hair or do your hair and that person is black throw your money at them Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you know just because you don't know now Doesn't mean you can't educate yourself. And same thing for figuring out how your government works and how your community works and how you can make an impact in your community. Yesterday Mm. I saw on the news the newest mayor or the mayor elect of Ferguson, Missouri is a black woman. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. The first one. First woman, yep. So, you know, she, you know, people went out and they, I'm, you know, I don't know what her, her, um I can't think platform. Platform was, platform. her platform was. But I mean, people went out and voted, and that means they had to know hey, there's an election coming up. It's on this day. These are the candidates, and this is the one I want because this is the platform that they're right. you know standing on. So you can do your research. The, we have the phones, the tablets, the whatever, Google. You like to Google your, your medical illness and come and tell me what you have? Google, Google your what's going on in your community and figure out who's going to be helping you and your family and your friends.
0: Okay, I want to end by saying, do your census, do your census, do your census. Okay, mm-hmm, if yes. you haven't done mm-hmm. it, you need to fill it out, okay? That's also how we affect change. If we know who you are and where you are, We can, you know, we more numbers, we have more effect. Number one. Number two, as Emily said, educate yourself on the process, on the political process. Go and register to vote if you have not registered and vote, vote, vote. Mm -hmm. November is not the only election. November is not the only election. Okay. You have community, you know, efforts that are going on around you. If you want to join any of those community efforts that's going on around NAACP, Black Lives Matter. Um, they all have websites talking about how you can link up with your neighborhood community efforts. Okay, go yeah. online. If you'd like to donate, we'll have those donation websites up on our links on www.mdfem.com this is going to be posted on both our anchor podcast and on youtube we thank you for joining us i thank you ladies i know it was a difficult discussion but we got through it yeah. i pray healing and love and blessings to all of my black brethren everywhere yeah, yes yeah good evening all right take care everybody
5: thank you, Bye. Bye. Thank you.